0: Good morning. It is 9.07, and Jennifer Bukowski is going to be with us about 90 minutes from now. Among other things, she wants to talk about this uh, Columbia cold case that was solved by DNA. She thinks there's some new technology uh, and a whole bunch of other cases that are coming up. So we'll kind of kick that around with her. But I also have a question for her uh, about about jurors and where we get our jury pool uh somebody that i know uh was just uh called in for jury duty uh didn't get actually uh, selected but um it, it raises a question about how jurors are picked that i thought we uh, we might want to kind of kick around professional jurors experts in fields different fields maybe that might be the way to go most people don't like to get called to jury duty But somebody has to do it, and as citizens, we're it. Uh, So we'll kind of kick that around about 90 minutes from now. In the meantime, a story about uh, who's paying taxes in this country.
1: They're paying federal income tax this year, and Robert Frank joins us now with more on who's paying and why the number of non-payers actually is falling. Robert, what's happening? Good morning, Andrew. This is a very widely watched number, and about 72 million households will pay no federal income taxes this year. That's about 40 percent of the total, according to a new analysis from the Tax Policy Center. But the number of so-called non-payers is on the decline. In 2020, 59 percent of Americans paid no federal income tax. Last year it was 56 percent. The main reasons for the drop are higher unemployment and fewer government tax credits. Most nonpayers are low-to-middle-income earners, especially now that the standard deduction is nearly $26,000 for couples. About 60% of the nonpayers make less than $30,000 a year. Another $28,000 make between 30 dollars and 60. dollars As Howard Gleckman of the Tax Policy Center explained, the people who don't pay any income tax have very little income. Senator Rick Scott has said all Americans should pay some federal income tax Democrats, meanwhile, say it's the wealthy who don't pay taxes, but only 0.6% of those making more than $190,000 a year paid no federal income tax this year. So, Joe, this number has become a hot-button issue for both Democrats and Republicans.
0: 0.6%, and most of them are um, one-time... Whoops. The wealthy that aren't paying, uh, that 0.6% are, generally speaking, A one-time group. They uh, have some huge uh, write-off medical or uh, investment, uh, and then the next year they're back paying their taxes. So most of the people who aren't paying taxes are the people who are most likely using government services. And the left run around pretending that somehow the rich are getting away with something and that uh, the poor and the middle class ought not pay. Uh, I don't know about you, but I, I'm not happy about the number of people not paying. I mean, I'm paying thousands of dollars a year. My wife and I are paying thousands of dollars a year to the federal government to keep people in food stamps and college education and, and paying their medical bills and everything else. And this huge percent of the population are simply not paying. The system is a mess. And ought to be changed. Uh, The the people who use it the most ought to pay the most for it. Of course, the other option is to get rid of the income tax entirely, go to a fair tax, maybe reduce the size of the federal government, quit offering freebies to people, uh, and then uh, the cost of health care goes down. And everybody is happy. But the Democrats won't do that because this is a political cudgel. Something for them to beat everybody over the head with. Oh, the rich are just getting away with murder. You can hear that in Biden's argument about the oil companies. Good Lord, how crazy is this? Oil companies are making excess profit. Come on, they're giving it to shareholders. Well, who are the shareholders? Lots of people have stocks for their retirement program in oil companies so it's grandma's retirement fund th- that he's upset about i'm so tired of this rich are evil uh big corporations are evil it's always big something big oil big dairy it's just it's really irritating that's all the Democrats have, and I guess if that's all you've got, that's what, uh, you know, what's the old line, uh, if the only tool you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail? That's pretty much how they work. Eight seven four ninety three ninety toll-free number is 800-529-5572 uh, Let's see here. We've got uh, tons of other things that I, I kind of want to get to. Um, there is a libertarian candidate in Arizona who has decided he's going to drop his run. But it's very interesting, uh, and, and, and frankly, uh, Brian, one of the first things Brian said to me this morning is, did you hear about the Libertarian candidate that gave up his uh, Senate run? And of course, you already had heard. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Uh, the Libertarian candidate running for Senate in Arizona, who had threatened to play spoiler, In the closely watched race is dropping out and endorsing the Republican, Blake Masters. The decision announced on Tuesday gives Mr. Masters a lift heading into the final week as he seeks to unseat Mark Kelly, the Democrat incumbent, who has generally held a narrow lead in the polls. It's another major boost of momentum as we consolidate our support, Mr. Masters said in a statement to the New York Times. Mark Victor, libertarian candidate, and Mr. Masters spoke on Monday for a 20-minute recorded conversation that Mr. Victor is expected to publish according to a person familiar with the conversation. He had made, uh, Mr. Victor had uh, made such a conversation a precondition of quitting, technically offering such an opportunity both to Mr. Masters and Mr. Kelly. So, the beauty of this is, and this is what the Libertarian Party should do uh, when they're in this position, when they're kingmaker, they should go to the party, the candidate, that is most likely to vote along Libertarian lines. Have an interview with him and say, look, if you want my support, you've got to be a constitutionalist. You have to support X, whatever it is. Uh, Getting rid of the marijuana laws, uh, bringing home the uh, the military, Uh, all of the things that we as libertarians, and frankly, I think most conservatives believe. And he's got it recorded. So, if this guy, you know, screws him over... ...and acts like a typical Republican, he's got the evidence. You promised this, you did that. Next time around, all hell breaks loose. That's what the Republicans and the Democrats need to face from the Libertarians. And if next time around, uh, Mr. Masters hasn't done what he promised in that audio, in that recording... ...then it's time for the Libertarian to come back and say, okay, and use that as a weapon to unseat him and that might get the libertarian elected either he gets elected or the republican starts honoring the constitution one or the other frankly it sounds like a pretty good move to me 874-9390 toll free 800-529-5572 on the evil oil companies gary is on the line gary how are you
2: i am good gary and uh This is from the most recent quarter. Uh, Apple, in 20 days, has more profit from their last reporting than every major oil company in the United States has in a year. And Apple uses slave labor. Nobody says a word about Apple making too much money. Starbucks, last reporting. They made more money in the quarter than ExxonMobil, the largest oil company in the world, on their dang lattes and stuff, that nobody complains about their prices being too high. Right. So, but if, uh, but if, they, if they
0: make too much profit, it doesn't hurt the Democrats. But if the price of oil continues to go up and the price of gasoline continues to hover in these high points, Democrats are going to be struggling. They're going to be in trouble. So let's go after the oil companies. Let's make them evil.
2: Well, how much is anything more evil than Apple using all their labor as slave labor around the world? And not a word said about it. It's just because all the politicians are paid off by Apple, so Apple does what the heck they want to do. So it's, it's a thick mess.
0: I'm not sure that they're using all slave labor. Uh, but they may very well be in China uh, I know I've heard stories about them doing that so about uh, some of these manufacturers in China but uh, the the point is well made uh, the profit margin is huge for Apple um, compared especially to the oil companies but the oil companies are the big evil and don't forget Gary those evil gas stations remember big gas stations another. Another foil of the Democrats. Gary, thank you for the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. 874-9390. Toll free. 800 Or go to GaryNolan.com. It's uh, 21 minutes after the hour. So the oil companies are now pushing back against uh, President Biden. Uh, they said today the president proposed to raise taxes on natural gas and oil industry that's, that's competing globally to produce fuels that Americans need every single day. Oil companies don't set prices. Global commodity markets do. Increasing taxes on American energy discourages investment in new production, which is the exact opposite of what's needed. American families and businesses are looking to lawmakers for solutions, not campaign rhetoric. Analysis of windfall profits tax established in nineteen eighty have found that it decreased domestic energy production and increased reliance on imported oil. According to Congressional Research Service, the tax reduced domestic production by as much as 8% between 1980 and 1988 when it was repealed in part because it made the United States more dependent on foreign oil. What Biden didn't say is that oil companies experienced record losses during the COVID pandemic when oil prices collapsed. So we're never really going to see in a free market prices go quite as low as they were. But what the president is suggesting is going to literally uh, drive us into greater foreign dependence. Uh, why will the when will the democrats wake up? When will they stop this nonsense? It's it's irritating, it's misleading. If you're just listening to the president on ABC or NBC or CBS, you're not getting the whole story. And most Americans are doing that. They're listening to music stations. They're, uh, they're, they're playing videos. They're doing anything but listening to the other side. And they're being misled. And the Democrats are counting on it. The only thing saving us this time around is that it's already affected us at the pump. And people are aware that whatever he's doing, it ain't working. But a little economic ignorance goes a long way toward helping Democrats. And, and, and it, really is, it really is a shame that the, the schools are not teaching economics and touting the benefits of the free market. Really, really frustrating. Anyway, uh, don't forget Jennifer Bukowski is coming up. She's going to talk about DNA. There is a case, a murder case uh, that has been uh, allegedly solved by the uh, Columbia Police Department. That's you know decades old, and they used uh, DNA technology. And she says there's there's more, uh, more uh, uh, cases being solved, and and uh, some advances in the technology. Also, jury pools. Uh, generally speaking, in most states, they, uh, they opt, uh, they, they get jurors by looking at voter registration. Uh, some states use driver's license or both. Uh, but I wonder if we're doing the right thing. In fact, I'll, I'll tell you what I was thinking of doing, Brian. I was thinking of getting Dave Rowland, Jennifer Bukowski, and Dale Roberts and do a segment on selecting juries, jurors rather. Mm-hmm. Uh, to find out if there is a better way than the way we're doing it, because some you know these the, some of this new technology, some of the uh, the intricacies of uh, hearing a case, the 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 witnesses' testimony can be really challenging to understand for the layperson. So maybe there's a better way. Maybe we get a field of experts in a variety of different categories, um, and and we pay them a stipend. To be jurors, um, I don't know. Uh, there there may be some other ideas, but we'll kind of kick that around. Uh, maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll put that panel together. That would be interesting. Eight seven four ninety three ninety toll free eight hundred five two nine five five seven two. You got some AOC audio, Brian, that you want to do that-
3: well. You know, you were talking about uh, economics and inflation and oil prices and that kind of thing. And we have well, our own economic expert that can explain why inflation is the
0: way it is. Well, she did major in She did. She study did. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, let's, let's listen to this genius.
4: Our inflation is not going up due to government really policies. Inflation is going up due to Wall Street decisions.
0: Uh, are, are,
3: you got it? No. Oh, it didn't play down your... uh, Yeah, it played. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. uh, The uh, audio wasn't on, but it it played on the air. Okay. (laughs) Would you like to hear it again? Can I? Yes.
1: Our
4: inflation is not going up due to government policies. Inflation is going up due to Wall Street decisions.
0: You see? You'd oh. never thought about that, did you? Well, you know, I always believed that inflation was caused by the government. That nobody else No, Oh, could-
3: no, no, no. That's not it, Gary. That has nothing to do with this stimulus thing? Nah, that has but, nothing. But only the government can create more cash. No, it's Wall Street. These people are taking in record profits right now, and
0: it's, it's just a big blow to the economy. It's, it's, it's uh, so... Uh, all my years of studying economics uh, pretty much goes out the window, huh?
3: Pretty much. Uh, I mean, you
0: would never question her, right? No, no, okay. I, would, I wouldn't. Right. Well, her I wouldn't question her. maybe you were questioning. No, no, AOC. no. You, you you couldn't question her. Uh huh. Um, because she's got such a
3: solid foundation wait, in economics. You've been a bartender, and she's been a bartender. Uh, is
0: there something going on there? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. What a genius. There is The only people who can create inflation is the government. Nobody else can. You can't create cash. I can't create cash. We'd get arrested if we did what the Federal Reserve is doing. They would arrest us for counterfeiting. But the federal government does it. And it's really, it's a tax on you when they do this. It's just it's a it's a secret, kind of a quiet backdoor tax. They don't have to announce they're taxing you more. They just make your money worth you know, worth less. I always I'm always afraid somebody will go worthless, uh and it practically is. Uh but it it can't be created by anybody else. Only government can do that to you. Ah. <sighs> By the way, gasoline prices rose for the first time in 16 days, potentially posing a political challenge for the Biden administration ahead of elections as it casts a spotlight on big oil's massive profits. <laughs> even, even Bloomberg, massive profits. Designed really to scare you into believing that Democrats have a case. It's insanity absolute insanity. Uh, I got time to get Roy in. Under a minute. All right. Roy, you got about a minute. A little less. This
3: is this is quick and easy.
0: Um, had a girlfriend like that once.
3: Yeah, just once for about 15 minutes. It was quick and easy. Now, inflation numbers. Are they... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Brain fart. Record profits. Are they adjusting for inflation? Because record profits today are not what they were two
2: years ago. True. Yeah. I'm just. Do they adjust for inflation?
0: I, you know, I don't know if they're adjusting for inflation, but it is I a valid doubt point. It, but it'd be fun to find out. Yeah, it's a valid point. Yeah, if you're bringing in more money, but the money is worth less, are you really making record profits? Gotcha. Got a good point there, Roy. Thank you. 874-9390, toll free, 800 529 Jennifer Bukowski, we're going to talk about uh, using uh, DNA to solve crimes. We just had that happen here in Columbia. We'll talk about jury selection. And she's got a whole host of other topics, including the Pelosi beating in San Francisco. Oh, I, something I saw. I'll, I'll tell you next. This is the Gary Nolan Show. It is 935. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. We're talking about Pelosi because uh, Jennifer Bukowski is going to be on one hour from now. And she's going to talk about uh, that case uh, along with this uh, DNA used to uh, solve a a cold case here in in, uh, Columbia. But there was something that I noticed about this, uh, about the uh, Pelosi estate. Anybody else watch the, uh, the drone coverage of the house? Did you see the size of that house in San Francisco? I did not, no. It is huge. I'm sure it is. It a is a huge house. Uh, and my guess is it's probably worth 15 to $20 million easy. But here's what I noticed. I don't know if anybody else caught this or not. To the best of my knowledge, I've heard nobody else talk about this. What do the Democrats want everybody to do when it comes to energy? Use what? as little as possible. And so what do people have to do in order to accomplish that? You clearly can't put a windmill in your yard, but they keep pushing solar panels, right? Correct. Okay. So this house, which is easily eight to 10,000 square feet, doesn't have a single solar panel on it. Nancy Pelosi, miss Global Warming, Solar Panels, uh, The World's Coming to an End... Has a huge house, which undoubtedly uses tons of electricity to heat and cool, and does not have any solar panels. It, next time they uh, you see uh, the drone video of her house in San Francisco, pay attention as the drone flies over the house. Because you can see the entire roof. No solar panels. So apparently, you should invest in solar panels. But... The Pelosi's well, they don't have to, and certainly they could afford it. I mean, they could they could lather that house in solar panels. They could put them up all over the place, but they're not doing that. That kind of smells like hypocrisy to me. I'm just saying. Eight seven four ninety three ninety toll free eight hundred five two nine five five seven two. By the way, yesterday, of course, was Halloween, and Brian, you didn't have a lot of people. Not a whole lot. We probably had twelve
3: to fifteen people, maybe. We it had wasn't like 50 a large or 60 amount, kids. but it was
0: significantly higher than it was the last couple of years. We had fifty or sixty kids. I mean, the door wow. was the doorbell was constantly, and this is not. If it were me, I would turn out the lights and, and just go watch TV or something. I, I but Gwen just loves kids so she manned the door. she got two huge bags of, of candy <laughs> very expensive and tiny little pieces of candy. Uh, it would take you know a handful of them to uh, to make up a, to make up a candy bar uh, but that's what uh, that's what she did. Uh, so we had a lot of kids but one of the things that comes out at Halloween are horror movies. And I have a list of the top five horror movies of all time. At least that's what they allege. Uh, so we'll see uh, wh- where you come down on that. Uh, in the meantime, uh, on the solar panels, uh, Casey, welcome. How are you?
2: Oh, I got a good answer on that. It's the government because, in a city, they probably have planning, zone, you got this and that, and they don't want a rooftop change with garbage on top of it. Is it probably
0: their own fault? No, no, I don't think so. I think San Fran. anybody Anybody in California that wants to put up solar panels is celebrated as an environmentalist, and they have a real problem with Pacific Gas and Electric starting fires all <laughs> over the place. But of course, not for the Pelosi's.
2: They probably got subdivision uh, restrictions on it, and won't let them do it too. But when they got on that too, but yeah, yeah you are probably about right. They want to do one thing and do something else. All right, wouldn't T- be nothing
0: new. Casey. Thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show, uh, Brian. What do you think is the scariest movie? The number one scariest movie uh, of all time. I'm going to have to go with The Exorcist.
3: Still. It just uh, had its moments of uh, fright that, uh, I I don't know, it just seems to me that was the, the one that I always associate with a good, scary movie. It's not one of the slasher-type movies that they seem to be um, playing a lot of. The Friday the Thirteenth, the Halloweens, that kind of thing. I, I don't
0: really like those particularly. But, yeah, The Exorcist. Well... Interestingly, because this article says, as ranked by experts, who the hell is an expert on, on these movies? I mean, somebody studied this? What? But their conclusion was the same as yours. They said the number one scariest movie, horror movie of all time, was in fact The Exorcist. Wow. Yeah. Um, the, this was, uh, I think the girl's name was Reagan, 12-year-old girl. Yep. Uh, it's actually based on a true story, but it was a boy. And I don't know why, but I, I thought it was uh, from St. Louis, the, the original story. I, I'm not sure, but I thought that was the case. I read the book, then I saw the movie. And it was terrifying. Part of the, what was terrifying was, you know, it was based on a true story. Yeah. And that made it even worse. Uh, but there are others out there. What is uh, the greatest, uh, the most uh, scary horror movie of all time? You tell me. Uh, in the meantime, on Halloween, Kathy is on the line. Kathy, welcome, how are you?
4: I'm good, how are you?
0: I too and well.
4: Um, Halloween, we're in a new plat and there are only two streets and neither of them are finished, so we had zero kids. But what really upset me was we have a ring and so we get notifications from neighbors in the area when bad things are happening. And there were two separate incidences of, of teenagers being caught on their ring cameras of neighbors, where they just go up to the door and take the entire bucket of candy and run off with it. I and it's just so indicative. It just infuriated me. It's so indicative of how how far our society has sunk. There's no honor. There's no respect. I was just really dismayed.
0: You think that's something new?
4: Um. No, yeah, I
0: do. Do you I really? Do. I think that I, I think there were punks in the fifties, the sixties, the seventies. Um, I think it's always been around.
4: It may have. I don't know. It may have, but you know full well when you go up to a house if it's got a ring on it or not. Maybe it's like a dare, so it, maybe it's even more fun for them. I don't know.
0: It's kind of sad. And it is disappointing. But then, uh, I've never done that. Have you ever done that? Left the candy in a a container outside the door and not bothered to answer the door? I have not. Yeah. I I think common sense tells you that there are creeps out there who will take it all if they get the chance.
4: Right. And then one more thing, speaking of creeps, Nancy Pelosi is (laughs) is one of the elites. That's their goal. They all want to live like she lives. And they want all of the rest of us to have
0: nothing and be happy. Yep, just like the Europeans. We'll be living in tiny little 1,200-square-foot houses, uh, and they'll live in the mansions. Exactly. Yep. Thanks, Kath.
4: You're welcome.
0: All right, glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Yeah, I would, uh, you know, part of the part of the fun, I think, for adults on, on Halloween is to answer the door uh, and see the little kids scream trick-or-treat and, and, and to give them their their candy. If you leave the bucket of candy outside the door, you could be pretty sure someone's going to come along and and scoop up the whole thing. And I've got a ring doorbell, and I got those same, uh, the same messages, or somebody is doing that. What I did not see, and I think this is really overblown, is the, oh, somebody put razor blades in an apple, or poison in the candy. Remember all this, uh, uh, fentanyl in uh in candy and uh they think that somehow uh you know th- th- they've convinced people that they're going to give the fentanyl to little kids have you noticed there wasn't a story about that if somebody had had, had somebody's kid got fentanyl uh fentanyl laced candy it would have made it would have been headline news everywhere the the reason they're disguising it that way. One is marketing. Literally they market in the black market. And two is uh, you, you know, the, the tighter the controls on drugs the more you have to create inventive ways to bring the drugs into the country. Democrats and Republicans aren't going to wake up to this, but I'm telling you it's those drug laws that are making the fentanyl market so hot. It's every Democrat and Republican who pushed for PDMP in Missouri. They're guilty of this. They're killing more people than they'll ever save. It's uh it's parents, you know, who are concerned about their children. But it's not the marketplace's fault. It is their children's fault. All right, I'm up against the clock. Gotta take a quick break. Uh the 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 greatest horror movies that you can remember. What is, the, what is the most scary movie on your list? Gary Nolan, Zimmer Radio Network. Jennifer Bukowski, DNA solving a crime that was decades old in Columbia, Missouri. We'll get to her about that. We'll talk to her about a few other cases, including the Pelosi story. Uh, we've been talking on and off about oil prices and inflation. Uh, Reason Magazine uh, has a great piece here, and they quote, progressive Democrats and and their view of uh, this inflation problem. Uh, and, and, you know, I know we have progressives that listen. Uh, occasionally they have the uh, testicular fortitude to call. But uh, Larry Summers thinks that uh, uh, we've got a real problem coming unless inflation is controlled. He wrote this in the Wall Street Journal. Uh, Even at the expense of a bad recession, as was required in the 1980s to stop the inflationary spiral of the late 70s, workers will not see meaningful increases in their purchasing power. Uh, As usual, the root cause of the inflation is overly loose monetary policy. And, of course, AOC doesn't agree with that. She thinks somehow corporations are the evil ones. But she's wrong. There's a lot of excess money in the system right now. Uh, And uh, another former uh, Obama advisor, Jason Furman, uh, said on Twitter uh, that the uh, pandemic-era stimulus efforts resulted in bulging household savings rates and that much of those savings have yet to be spent. So instead of when high gas prices hit, people shifting uh, and buying less of something else, they just had the money to keep buying And that drove up prices. He thinks the economy is headed for stagflation, uh, which is an ongoing hard landing. He thinks unemployment will rise, inflation will fall, but it won't drop to the Fed's desired levels. We are really in trouble here. And Biden, you know, he's looking at this last inflation thing, which mostly was, you know, it it was a, a good report because of exports. And, and an anomaly, because we're going to go back the other way in the next quarter. He, he's whistling past the graveyard thinking that this is under control. And he wants Americans who have not studied economics to believe that it it's fine. We're, we're in a good place. Um, inflation uh, started to ramp up uh, in the summer of 2021 as Americans got past the COVID pandemic. Uh, the Federal Reserve, uh, within the Biden administration, claimed that rising prices were a transitory phenomenon. Remember that? It was just temporary. Nothing to worry about here, folks. Just walk on by. Uh, but it turns out to be uh, one of the worst inflation calls in the history of the Federal Reserve, uh, at least according to Mohammed el arian uh, chief economic advisor uh, for Alliance, a, a German-based firm. Months later, as prices continue to rise, the Biden administration switched gears. They blamed Vladimir Putin. Remember that? I mean, the, why would anybody? Why would anybody trust them? Why would anybody take the word of the Biden administration on any of this? They have been consistently wrong, right from the get-go. Uh, let's uh, let's see. Uh, Jared says uh, about the Halloween uh candy thing they fear they fearmonger every year about drugs in the candy or needles etc and it never happens literally there are two cases of kids being poisoned by halloween candy since the 1970s yet people fall for it every year it is and by the way my uh, remember when i said the exorcist i thought it was out of st louis uh, Casey uh, says, uh, The Exorcist is a true story about a boy who lived in St. Louis. Uh, to me, my favorite scary movie is uh, The Conjuring. That's a good one. Uh, well, Frederick thinks it's Cujo. Cujo. I don't, I don't watch it. That. That's not a genre that I really want to watch. But I did watch the, the Exorcist. Did you read the book? I did not, no. The book was great. I mean, it was it's it was a it was a one day affair for me. Uh, I picked it up, I started reading it, and I couldn't put it down. Uh, and finally, like oh dark thirty uh, in the middle of the night, I finally finished the book and went to bed. It was riveting, and there was a a, a detective on TV. I can't think of his name, but he always uh, he had a cigar and a kind of a crumpled overcoat. Um, it was and it was a, t, a a TV detective Columbo. Columbo, yeah. Well, when you read the book, you'll hear, you'll it'll be Columbo in your mind uh, as you read about the detective who was uh, trying to follow up on on uh, what was going on. It, it it was a great book. It really was. Eight seven four ninety three ninety toll free number eight hundred five two nine five five seven two. We got Jennifer Bukowski. She's got a list of uh, of uh, topics that she wants to cover. And I am really curious uh, to get her take on some of these. Uh, can, uh, can Harvard discriminate by race forever? Uh, they uh, heard the case on the uh, college admissions yesterday. Um, it's, it's hard to know what direction they're going based on uh, the questions that are asked. But I, I think, because I talked to uh, a, a Supreme Court follower yesterday... I think they are going to get rid of them. They're going to get rid of the uh, race-based admissions. She also uh, wants to talk about Paul Pelosi, uh, the steaming pile of husband, and the whole San Francisco uh, attack. Uh, there are shocking details. Did you hear some of the conspiracy theories? I have, yes. Uh, I'm not buying it. Uh, apparently, he was... First, what I heard was that uh, he met the guy in a gay bar and brought him home, and that's why they were uh in their underwear. But it turns out only Pelosi was in his underwear. And that's because he was in bed. You, you know the other thing that amazed me about this? Having been in the security industry, why didn't this guy have an alarm system, and why didn't he set it? Well, and, and two, the... um Police initially reported
3: that someone answered the door when they showed up at the Pelosi residence. And then they later retracted that, which leads to the question then, who opened the door? Because yeah. the two were struggling on the floor, and they have yet to explain that. And so when they do these kind of things, it just makes people suspicious that there's a lot more that they're not telling us about this door. think there's whole, more? I don't
0: think there's more.
3: I think well, then, is- I mean, can you explain it? did they open the door on their own, or?
0: Well, I think there's a little bit of confusion uh, in the midst of what was going on, uh, and I don't think it's a conspiracy theory. I am curious, and I don't think there's a conspiracy behind here, why somebody who's that wealthy, that prominent, uh, wouldn't have a security a security system. You know, for years we've had uh, motion detectors and glass break sensors and... All kinds of uh, uh, of ways that you, in fact, you could do this.
3: Do you, you, could you get think that the person that was in the um, in the house was known to Paul Pelosi? Or no, do you I think don't. he was a stranger? I think he was a stranger. Because I, the dispatcher said on the answering that he's a friend. I don't it's think It's a so. lot of
0: questions. Yeah, I don't think there's a conspiracy here. We'll kick it around. You're listening to The Gary Nolan Show on the Zimmer Radio Network.